0: it's Christmas again yes it's Christmas and uh, according to many people this is the time of the year well when the time of the year when 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 magic happens the time of the year when dreams come true well I have a dream A, a secret dream not many people know this but but I'm actually a bit of an Elvis Presley fan have you ever heard of him Elvis, Elvis Presley. My, my secret dream, friends. Well, it's to be Elvis Presley. <laughs> That's right, I have a secret dream to sing on stage like Elvis Presley. Only problem is, I can't sing. But then, if Christmas really is the time when magic happens, <laughs> if Christmas really is the time... When dreams come true, then friends, I can think of no better time than right now to put this theory to the test. And what better Elvis song to sing this time of the year than his 1957 Christmas hit, Blue Christmas? Blue Christmas, do you know it? Do you know it? Oh, I really hope so, friends, because, friends, if I'm going to do this, okay. If I'm going to be Elvis Presley here today, then I want you to be my Priscilla. Okay? I want you to sing along. Okay? You've got to sing along with me. Don't let me hang honey. Okay? Don't let me hang All right. Here we go. Hit it, Maestro. All right. Come on. Sing with me. Sing with me. Here we go. I'll have a blue Christmas without you I'll be so blue just thinking about you Blue, blue, blue Christmas Come on, big finish, honey, come on Yes, I'll have a blue, a blue, blue, blue
1: Christmas
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah Thank you, thank you very much true. It's true. Christmas really is the time when magic happens. The time when dreams come true. Though I confess for some of you that might have been more of a Christmas nightmare than, than a dream. Before I move on, can I just say, um, I do do Christmas parties. <laughs> Weddings, bar mitzvahs. I'm available. Mate's right, rates, okay. It's good to have a bit, It's good to have a bit of fun, isn't it? Especially at Christmas time. And you've got to admit that that really is a great song. I love that song, Blue Christmas. It is a true essential classic of the Christmas playlist. And I think one of the reasons that that song has endured the way it has is the fact that it strikes a chord with so many people. I mean, think about it. So so many of our other Christmas songs, they're all just so happy and carefree. It's all uh, jingle bells and fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. But here in this song, it's, it, well, it, it, it's real raw emotion, isn't it? It speaks of a man in pain, a man who's feeling blue because the one he loves doesn't love him back. Oh. And I think there's something that, 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 that's in that that resonates with all of us. Because let's face it, For many people, Christmas is actually a difficult time. It's a difficult time. For some, it's difficult because of, well, because of unrequited love, like like poor old Elvis in Blue Christmas. But I guess there are lots of other reasons that people can feel blue at this time of the year, aren't there? For some, it's because, well, because a loved one will be missing uh, for the celebrations this year. For others, it's on account of of struggles in their marriage. For some... uh, Their job future is uncertain or there's great financial strain. For others, a wayward child is breaking their hearts. Others find themselves uh, battling cancer or some other health crisis. And for others, it's simply living with the, the shame of some past indiscretion. And whilst I think most of us are very good at masking our hurt, particularly at this time of the year when we're supposed to be all jolly, well, the simple fact is our world—it's just so messy, and our lives are just so messy too. And all this messiness can leave us feeling, can leave us feeling alone and helpless, alone in our sadness and fear and shame, and helpless. To do anything about it can leave us feeling blue. But friends, what we need to understand is that that all this messiness is exactly what makes Christmas so brilliant. Because in Christmas we see that we don't have to be alone or helpless anymore. Now I think most of us know something of the story of the first Christmas, don't we? Uh, The the baby Jesus, the angels, the the shepherds, the the, the manger, the star, uh, the the innkeeper, the stables, the donkeys. Well, maybe not those last bits, okay. But but most of us know something of the the Christmas story. But, you know, too often we overlook the whole point of it all. And what is the point of Christmas? Well, in the Gospel of Matthew, in the Bible, the story of Jesus' birth concludes with these words... It says, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. You see, 700 years before the first Christmas, God saw the pain and misery of people on earth. And he made a promise, a promise to do something about it. He promised through the prophet Isaiah that one day a baby would be born, miraculously, to a virgin. But even more extraordinary was who this baby would be. God said he would be given the title Emmanuel, which means God with us. In other words, he promised that the baby would be none other than God Himself. And so now, here in the Gospel of Matthew, we see how God made good on His promise that very first Christmas. The night when Jesus was born, miraculously born, to, to a young virgin girl named Mary. It was the night when God was born. Just let that sink in for a moment. It was the night that God was born. Think about it when the shepherds visited Mary and Joseph that first Christmas night, they saw none other than God Almighty lying in a manger. The same eternal God who created the heavens and the earth lying in an animal feeding trough. They saw the creator who had stepped into his creation, taking on flesh and blood to become one of us. When you stop and think about that, oh, it is, it's mind-blowing And why would God do that? Why would He choose to be born as a baby? Well, He did it to be Emmanuel, God with us. It's interesting, isn't it? Many people tend to think of God as some distant, cold, disinterested being. Maybe you've even thought of Him in that way. But Christmas, well, Christmas blows that whole idea out of the water. Because on that very first Christmas, God came to be with us. He came to be one of us. He left the glorious perfection of heaven and stepped into all the messiness of our world. Oh, and it was a mess. I mean, even before he could walk or talk, Jesus' family had been homeless, They had to flee as refugees because a king, a jealous king, wanted him dead. When his parents returned to their hometown, Jesus faced the shame of being wrongly labelled an illegitimate son. And then for the better part of 30 years, Jesus, God, worked as a carpenter. Think about that for a moment. God got tired and sweaty, probably hit his thumb with a hammer, got splinters in his hands. In fact, he experienced all the bumps and bruises and toothaches and stomach aches and headaches that, that are part of this whole messy human experience of ours. In other words, he knows just what it's like to walk in our shoes. William Shakespeare once said, he jests at scars that never felt a wound. He jests at scars that never felt a wound. He means that you can never really understand someone's pain unless you've been through pain. And he's right, isn't he? But in Jesus... We see that God, well he is not scar free, is he? He knows exactly what it's like to live in this messy world. He knows what it's like to be tempted. He knows what it's like to be terribly let down. He knows what it's like to lose a loved one. He knows what it's like To be betrayed. He knows what it's like. To be falsely accused. He knows what it's like. To be abused. He knows what it's like. To face death. And so friends. When we now go through these things. Now we know. That we have a God in heaven. Who gets it. As one Christmas carol puts it, he was little, weak and helpless, tears and smiles like us, he knew, and he feeleth for our sadness, and he shareth in our gladness. And so you see now, friends, when we face trouble, we can pour out our heart's to God in prayer knowing that he has experienced the same things we do and that he cares because Jesus is Emmanuel because he became 100% human now we never need never feel alone in our struggles again but friends because that baby lying in the manger was also 100% God, we've got no need to feel helpless either. Because Jesus didn't just become one of us in order to feel our pain, that he might simply empathise with us. No. Rather, he became one of us in order to do something about our troubles, to help us, to fight for us. To lift us out of the mess once and for all. You see, he came to solve the root cause of all our struggles. He came to solve the problem of sin. Because you see, in the beginning, God created people to live with him. And to live for him. To love him. And enjoy him forever. But sadly, ever since the beginning, all people have rejected God, choosing instead to to ignore him and disobey him. I guess we could say it's the original story of unrequited love. It's what the Bible calls sin. And sadly, it was our choice to turn our backs on God that's led to all the messiness of our world today, all the messiness of our lives And sadly, this choice has ultimately put us under God's judgment. Leaving us destined for an eternity in hell. And the Bible's clear. There's absolutely nothing we can do to get ourselves out of this sinful mess. No amount of good works or good intentions can ever get us off this this spiritual death row we find ourselves on. But thankfully, the story between people and God isn't just a story of unrequited love. It's also a story of unrelenting love, of unconditional, undeserved love. Where God in his mercy and grace came into this world to rescue us sinners. Where he himself put put on the the prisoner's clothes, so to speak, and put himself on death row in our place. The Bible in in Romans chapter 5 verse 8 puts it this way. God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You see, he became human like us, that he might die for us, in our place, facing our judgment, that we might be forgiven and set free. Oh, what an amazing God. God. He has gone to the most extraordinary lengths to do for us what you and I could never do for ourselves. And all because of his great love for us. You know, tomorrow will mark 11 years since the first Christmas that Beth and I spent together. And for that... uh, first Christmas together, I, I bought her an opal, and uh, she's worn it around her, her neck e- uh, ever since, for the last 11 years. That is until, well, until a month ago, when one night I heard a loud shriek come from the bathroom, and the cry of, Warren! <laughs> so I went in to discover that, that Beth had accidentally knocked the opal into the sink, down the plug hole it went. Now, thankfully, under our sink is one of those bottle traps. Do you know what I mean? Those bottle traps, part of the pipes there. And you know, that they, they put them there, you know, for occasions just like this one. And so, expert tradesman that I am, <clears throat> I grabbed my tools. My hammer, no, 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 my tools, and, and I took apart the pipes, the plumbing under the sink and And there, I looked into this this bottle trap, and that's where I saw it. No, not the opal, but all the muck and gunk and ick that was there in that bottle trap. The sludge, the hair the goop and the dental floss Ooh. and all the other revolting, nauseating contents that had been deposited there over I don't know how long I think centuries. And so I was faced with a decision. I could put it all back together again and walk away. Or I could go in after it. I know what I wanted to do. Then I looked up, and there's Beth standing over me. (laughs) Those big green puppy dog eyes of hers looking down at me. So I took a deep breath, and in I went, searching around in all the stomach churning. Slop until I found something small and and hard I pulled it out. Only to find that it was a toenail. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so when I went again, Beth's still standing there, big puppy dog. Then I went again, reaching around to finally out, out came the opal. And I can tell you that night that there was much celebration. And one very, very, very long shower. (laughs) You know, as I think about that story, it kind of reminds me of what God did 2,000 years ago when he came into this world. The way he willingly chose to dive head first into all the muck of this sinful world though he did it without hesitation. He had every reason to simply flush us away. But because of his great, wondrous love, he came to us. He became one of us in order to rescue us. He came to clean us and restore us and to give us an eternity with him. An eternity that starts right now even in all the messiness of our lives as he lives with us through his Holy Spirit and comforts and guides us each and every day. And he also gives us the promise of an eternal mess for free future with him in heaven when we'll finally see him face to face and be with him in the fullest sense it's the beautiful picture painted for us in the part of the Bible called Revelation chapter 21 verses 3 and 4 where it's described like this listen to this it says look For the old order of things has passed away. Friends, if we are trusting Jesus, then that's our future. And it's all because on that first Christmas, God came to be with us. So, friend, let me ask you a question Is God with you today? Is God with you today? Have you confessed your sin to him and asked him to forgive you, cleanse you, transform your life? If not, then, friend, can I say today would be a great day to receive his free, his his wonderful gift of Jesus and if you want to know more about this Jesus, then can I recommend to you this book here. It's called The Essential Jesus. It's actually, it's the Gospel of Luke taken straight out of the Bible. It's the story of Jesus' birth and life and death and resurrection. And if, you're, if you would like to learn more about Jesus, then can I say this would be a great place to start. If you're a visitor here with us today um, and you would like one of these books, then I've put a whole heap of them on the resource shelves just up the back, beside the door. And can I say, you are very, very welcome to take one on the way out today as a free gift from us to you. It's one thing to dream of singing like Elvis this Christmas, but can I tell you right here and right now, that dream's got nothing compared to having Jesus in your life. Because only He can fulfill your deepest desires of unconditional love, of meaning in life, and of hope for the future. With Him in your life, you don't need to feel alone or helpless anymore. You know, He's able to turn the bluest of Christmases into a celebration of great joy. So, friend, whatever challenges or struggles you're facing this Christmas, remember that God is with you and he is for you. The evidence, it's in the manger. Emmanuel, God with us. Let's pray. Oh, our dear God, we want to say that we are so, so sorry for our sin. Lord, we have mucked things up terribly, messing up the the world, messing up our lives too, and bringing upon ourselves your righteous judgment. Dear God, we want to say thank you so very, very much for the love that you showed us that first Christmas when when you came to be our Emmanuel. Thank you that, that because of Jesus, we who trust in him are never alone, Because you are always with us, hearing our prayers with understanding and compassion. Thank you that we're not helpless either, that that because of Jesus, we who trust in him have have been restored and forgiven and can live lives full of hope and meaning. Lord, your love for us is overwhelming. And so please fill us with joy and peace this Christmas, regardless of our circumstances. And may that that joy and peace stay with us, not just for a day or for a season, but for all the days of our lives, until that day when we meet you face to face. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.